Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If love and gogi is wrong, I don't want to be right. What would Socrates say to that? It tickles my face. Uh, okay. Gooseys. Okay. I don't have hair! Oof. You got Marcos. That's not, no, that's not. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true, you do got me. Get over here, Marcos. Hey. Hey. They don't want it. They don't want it. Toby and Leroy, ready to deploy. Had to hit her with a little turn. Lizzo with that was a decoy. Better have about me, boy. Okay. Leroy and Tobin, hold to the show, man. Stairs on the stars with the show, and till then his half moon open. Sometimes go taste like a snowman. No proof, I'm a lie about a mode, and no proof. Like I always wanted him, I never hated him, I never traded him, and if I did, I never ever traded him. You know what? What is a star like under the city? The driver's side fly. Go take a large, so many more. Ten in the more, never a bar. Hey, ten in the more, two to the P. Nothing to you, but it's something to me. Hey, to observe Kids can be go watch the YouTube review for free. This one time for the Twitch. This one time for the text. This one time for the phone line. Whole time, wonder what they gonna do next. You know, I, I just wish you guys would stop the quibbling. Marcus made a bad mistake, dude, Leroy. What? Oh, big I mistake. Oh, I didn't realize my error. Big mistake, dude. Hey. <laughs> Big mistake, because what he didn't know was that I was already a Cafe Bustello and two Celsius in when I got here. And then he goes, want to top off a little more cafecito? I gave him one of those. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, he didn't even look at me when he said yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he did the no look? Yes. (laughs) Let's get it going for a Friday, baby. Yep. Holy hell. We got a we got a lot to get to here. We got some NFL football, but we got a big night tonight. It is Udonis Haslam night at the arena. UD number forty going up into the rafters. We got it all here for you. We're gonna goose up with some montages, some big time UD moments. Then we're gonna get the goosies because we got the great Bernie Kozar stopping by today, and he is just—you know what he is, dude? He's just vibes. Like I know that he's got his coffee. He's a beacon of positivity. A beacon of positivity, dude. He's not only a Canes legend. He's not only a former Dolphin. He's not only Leroy's favorite quarterback and teammate. But he's also just a beacon of positivity and vibes, dude. So it's all happening for us, all right? It is all happening for us. Maybe the Heat make a trade ski. You know, I'm not going to will it into existence, but who knows? <laughs> who knows what's going to happen hey, here today? Hey, hey, 
watch what old show pony does. <laughs> Tobin is a bacon of positivity. <laughs> well, yeah, bacon is always just positive. I walked uh, into a Dunkin' Donuts the other day, Leroy, and I was like, snack bacon, eh? Don't hate it. That's stupid. Yeah. Oh, no, it's delicious, Leroy. No, no, no. Let me explain something to you. Bacon can only be eaten in these ways. You can do drive-by bacon. That means when breakfast is being cooked. Oh, yeah. Eggs are being cooked. The bacon sit there, you know, nice and crispy. You can grab one and go, right? That's, you know, casual bacon. You can eat your bacon with your breakfast. Bacon and eggs, bacon and pancakes, bacon, 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 right? Bacon on a sandwich or a sub. <laughs> however, oh, say it again. However, if you go into a sub place, sometimes they raggedy bacon is. They got some floppy ready. bacon. That's true. I tell you who doesn't, though. Um, Who's the. Uh, down the, the hall, sub down the road. No, 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 no. Uh, Jersey Mike's. Oh, okay. They got a whole trough wow, trough? of crispy bacon. Wow, they do it right, Jersey Pre-made, Mike's? Pre-made. They scramble it all. They do it all, and it's just waiting there. How's so Publix you bacon? Can, you ever do Publix bacon on a sandwich? Yes. Is it decent? No, they don't. No, they don't. They can't make it crazy. It's already. You know, you go to the Publix, you can buy bacon. It's already cooked. It's not crispy, but it's cooked. Yeah. That's what they put on there. Yeah. It's not bacon if you don't have the crunch, people. True. The crunch is what makes the bacon when you go. Get a, when you get a, when you're cooking your own bacon, but one to me like kind of turtles up, like it kind of shrivels up, but gets a little bit. Oh, that's my favorite. That's the best one. That's the best one, dude. Doing here, oh yeah, you what are we doing here? This is the best one, My mouth hey. is watering now. Wow. Hey, I'm gonna tell you what. But if you make a sandwich, say if you make a a turkey sandwich or whatever sandwich, and you lay that crisp bacon on the top, and then you take that first bite, and you... oh, you are in heaven. Man. So, yes. But eating bacon like french fries, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, man. What's this guy want to say? Yeah, 560, you're on the air. Yeah, hey, I got a comment on bacon. Go ahead. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, a couple years ago, I had two pounds of extra bacon. I put it on, like, a baking sheet and baked it in the oven until it was crispy and, uh, like, about eight inches long. Mm. Put it on the bar where we had cocktails and put two pounds of bacon standing up the strips in the glasses. The bacon lasted ten minutes. It was eaten by everybody. Everybody wanted more. Wow. (laughs) If I go somewhere and they have bacon appetizers... I'm coming back. Yeah, you know, like they always no, try. And, they no, come on, dude. We Yo, always, look, we're yeah, always trying to if, bake and wrap something. But yeah. like, what about if we just walked no. around a cocktail party and somebody had the crispy bacon? Crispy. But bacon? here's the deal. I get. Listen. Now I'm gonna be honest. If you got bacon standing at attention, and it looks crispy, I'll bite. Of course. Right. But I'm not. Bacon's so good, dude. I'm not going to a event and hoping they have crispy bacon. Right? It's a side note. I like bacon with syrup. I like bacon with chocolate. Chocolate? Yeah. Really? Just a little bit of chocolate. Now, maple bacon? Look at that. Oh, oh, this, oh my goodness. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're maple talking. Bacon? Oh, man. What Thanks. About, you ever had the black pepper bacon? Oh, I have. <laughs> 
Just, just want to give the shout to the Dolphins for not snapping a 24 yeah. you know, year streak of winning playoff games so we could just have this segment to talk about <laughs> yeah, bacon on a football good. Friday. This is I just want to give a shout out Come to on, him. Man. Hey, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you where bacon doesn't make it. Tailgate. No, I don't. I mean, yeah, I mean, unless somebody's doing something. Some people, some people have their yeah, if they're doing their there. thing out there. But nobody ever really goes bacon. If you have a cheese, listen. If you offer me, bring me over your house, mm-hmm. and you say we got cheeseburgers uh, with bacon. Whoo. Business picked up. Business picks up. Super Bowl party this year, bacon cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I got a, I got mm-hmm. a new thing. Oh, a new thing. We we hit more famous. Oh, oh dude. Oh, that's right. Wow. All right, we'll take a quick break. Those were our headlines of bacon brought to us by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. <laughs> Why buy a truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Hey, Piggy, back that ass up. We'll give, uh, we'll give you some Udonis Haslam <laughs> gooseys on the other side. Bernie Kozar going to join us later on this hour. Back up to this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Rose, pass out on the wing. Baseline jump shot. Won't go rebound to Bibby, and Bibby holds on. Hands it to LeBron. Down the floor to UD, and UD slammed it out! UD with a huge right-hand jam. Oh, he crushed it and fell hard, but pops right up. The Heat are running away right now, up 11. Letting the clock run right down to 10, Wade. Now 9-8, and they blitz Wade. Nothing going. Wade on the wing. UD at the elbow. The jumper, good, UD. Oh. How about UD with nine in this period? And that's going to be it. Miami will take the ball, timeline and over, and just hold on. And the Heat have evened up this series with a big win here in Chicago. Miami had to win one here in the Windy City, and they have taken the wind right out of the United Center. The final score, Miami 85, Chicago 75. I mean, he's the player of the game, you know, no question about it. I mean, we've been missing him all year. Uh, no one really talks about that. No one really talks about what, what UD means to this team. And uh, for him to come out and play that way, you know, very aggressively, um, you know, and go 8 for 10 for us, you know, really get into the fight, you know, having us rebound the ball, um, just shows a lot to his determination, his heart. 
and his dedication to you know to coming back you know um, before he was supposed to you know because he worked that hard so we don't win this game without him and I'll be glad to get him back and hopefully he can keep going. That's what we've been waiting on since November. You know, you know, you know. I'm happy for him. You know, just putting in the time and the effort on. You know, just getting back, getting back to game shape, feeling healthy, feeling confident, and um, you know, he helped change the game for us tonight, bringing that energy and effort, uh, finishing the butter rim. Um, getting off his rebounds and making um, some some big shots in the third quarter when it like they was making a run. He made a few outside jumpers. So, um, you know, his energy and effort and his will um, is key for our team. Yeah, it's been difficult, you know, not knowing when my number's going to be called. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just stay focused. Uh, I continue to work every day with, with Coach Keith Askins. Um, the coaching staff has been patient with me. Uh, my teammates have been patient with me. And, um, you know, we, we saw some results tonight. Happy, not not just because of uh, what he gave us. I mean, just the fact that he was out there and you know trying his best. I mean, UD only has one speed, and that's go. And um, you know, um, just what he's done and what he's been through this whole season that just shows how how tough he is and, and how mentally strong he is to come back and, and, and participate. It was certainly inspirational uh, the minutes he gave us, uh, and that's who he's been his entire career. Uh, he's always led us. Uh, and charges taken, hits, dives on the floor, um, chart all those things, and he's he's an all-time leader in, in all of our defensive uh, categories. Uh, he's smart, he's tough, does all the little intangibles, uh, and that's why uh, we've always said uh, that the image of, of a Miami Heat player uh, that that's Udonis Haslam. Oh, babies, gooseys galore, gooseys galore. I can't believe. Well, it's before we uh, we cracked the code. I mean, you know, gooseys. Before, okay. before we cracked the code, uh, many years later, Leroy, that was uh, okay. game okay. Okay. game two, 2011 finals uh, against the Chicago Bulls. He had been injured all year. I'll never. Was it Rudy Gay's foot he landed on, or OJ Mayo? I forget who it was in Memphis. I feel like it was Rudy. Rudy Gay. Gay Rudy dude. Gay's foot in Memphis, and it ruined Udonis Hasman's foot for the entire season. It happened like in November, mind you. That was a Heat team that basically. That was like the OG, uh, we're going to spend all our money on three guys, and they had two other guys they could pay on the role players. It was Mike Miller, Udonis Haslam, and and UD's foot basically exploded on that play, and he had not come back up until that point and swung the series. I mean, he had to win in Chicago. They got their asses kicked in game one, and he started dunking on all of the Chicago Bulls in that, in that game. Was that the year Derrick Rose won MVP? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And there was a huge, like, heat Chicago collision course that was going to be set for that Eastern Conference Finals. They, they, you know, they had, uh, you know, they had diced through Boston that, uh, that series beforehand. And Ray John Rondo with, uh, the ass up on the alley oop for the, uh, for the Miami Heat. But, uh, they, uh, they come back in the series and, yeah, they needed some, some, that was the thing with the, with Tibbs and the Bulls, always physical and UD. The score. The score would let you know that was no reason. Yeah, what was the final score there? 85, 85 75. <laughs> College games are score higher than that. My God. What a time. What a time. Yeah. I wonder what we would call that. If we saw a game play out like that, I mean, like, that's a no that's PSC time. You only score 85. Oh, man. Crazy. I mean, the game, uh, what was it, the other night, the Nets was 88 88 going into overtime. I was like, what is this? Yeah. 
But was that because it was great defense or just bad basketball? Oh, it was some bad shooting, dude. That was it was like the worst shooting I've ever seen in my life. Right. It was it was so piss poor. It was it was really bad that first time. I think nowadays Spoh said it was played in the cement. That, I think nowadays teams do a better job of getting open shots and more guys are able to hit those open shots. You don't have just a couple of guys. Oh, the shooting's crazy right now. Right. They don't have you don't have just a couple of guys who can make shots, right? Yeah. You go one through five, most of your guys can can make those little mid-range jump shots and, and take it to the rim and have ball skills and stuff like that, except for uh, Rudy Gobert. The uh, yeah no the shooting is 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 crazy right now and the guys who are the best at it the efficiency has just gotten wild, um, but yeah man that was a, that was a, that was a huge game I remember I was at a Levitard watch party that night saw Levitard do the fist bump you know he denied it for many years but I saw it it was in person I think it was at CJ's Draft House in Deerfield Beach. I don't even know if that's still open. You definitely keep the receipts on that. No, I remember. I was like, oh, because I was excited because there was a Levitar watch party that was actually near my house. Still exists, by the way. I was excited to go. And uh, when Udonis Haslam came into that game, you got to remember, guys, like that team was hated. Everybody hated that team nationally. Everybody. I'm not talking like they ignore us. The bums won't talk about it. Everybody talked about it, and they were rooting against that team. They and they loved Derrick Rose. Oh my, oh my god! Goodness. They loved humble Derrick Rose. Rose. And dude didn't talk. They loved humble Derrick Rose. Wasn't uh, that crazy? Crazy. He didn't even talk. He didn't talk. Well, we'll uh, we'll take a quick break here. Our guy Bernie Kozar. He is going yep. to come. Up. He's going to join us next. Tobin and Leroy here with you, 560 WQAM. Take you up until 2 here on the program. Going to link up here with uh, Bernie Kozar. And just, I, I always wonder about my guy. He was there. He was there. And then, well, here's the thing. He says, like, I go back and forth with him yesterday. He says, send me the link. I'm like, all right, as soon as I get it, I'll send it to you. I forward it to you. Thanks. But then I know he needs help. Like, he needs some uh, younger assistance. But he was linked in. I know. I saw him. <laughs> hey. Where did he go? I don't know, man. He's elusive. <laughs> he is elusive. Hey, hey, can I just say something? Bernie's been a lot of things in his day. <laughs> elusive is not one of them. <laughs> Um, uh, that's the first time he ever yelled at me. Really? Yeah. For trying, so, to think, trying to think he could move around? No. So here's the deal. When you first get into the league, you hear this about all young running backs. They can't pass protect, so we can't put them in the game. Right. Right? I could pass protect. So I was able to get in the game early, even if it was on, you know, third downs. So one time we run a play. I am blocking my ass off. I am so proud that I'm not getting the quarterback killed as a young fella. I say this, the team going to love it. I'm blocking, I'm blocking, I'm blocking. The guy rolls out, rolls out. I'm blocking, I'm blocking, I'm blocking. Right? Finally, Bernie just throws the ball away. I'm on my back because the guy, you know, threw me down eventually. And he says, hey, man, if I'm scrambling, get open because I ain't bleeping running. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. Hold on. Whatever Let's you see. say. He is on. He's not on. <laughs> he, was, he was on. He's not on anymore. I don't know where he went. 
All I know is maybe tell him to click the link again. Let's try one more time. He was yeah. there. I swear to God, like right. He was like he he linked up. Oh, I see him. I started. He's he's logging in now. Once okay. he gets uh, settled there, we'll get we'll get Bernie Kozar here, who joins us on the Toyota of Hollywood. Slime shot hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Bernie Kozar joining us here on the program once again. Bernie, what's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. Good to be with you. Hey, Bernie, you you tried to do it by yourself this morning? Uh, You tried to do it by yourself this morning? Yeah, I'm I'm technology (laughs) challenged in the Ohio snowstorm right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we uh, it is Udonis Haslam Day, Bernie. We're very excited for him. Uh, you know, a, a Miami legend uh, like yourself getting a chance to get honored like that, um, and just just always a hard worker. Like, I mean, anything that ever just stood out to you about UD and his time with the Miami Heat? You know, his longevity and uh, and his leadership absolutely are two things that jump to mind right away. But then just not longevity and leadership. When he got on the field uh, and on the court, he actually produced. And he produced consistently over multiple decades. So as a guy who, who is proud to say I played 12 years in the league, I can't fathom the physical toll that uh, UD went through and all the productivity that he's brought to the Miami Heat. And to be there for one place for his whole career. It's, just, it's, it's an honor to say I know him, and it's awesome that you guys – be doing shout outs to him today so bernie the dolphin season came to an end this week it was very it was a tough one to watch in those uh, frigid conditions what were your uh, impressions of that kc dolphins game this past week so it brought back a lot of memories of playing in a couple of games that were minus 20 wind chill i was i was chuckling at the first couple segments you guys had today that between the Dolphins and the Browns games last week, that on a football Friday, we were talking about Brustello coffee and <laughs> and bacon wrapped around what we're going to do for our Super Bowl festivities. So son, half of that is good for your health and wellness. I'm not sure about the other half. I'm going to work on you guys on some of your bacon choices and some of your eating habits as we, as we do this journey together, my brothers. <laughs> So, Bert, you know, one of the things that, you know, I try to tell people, because we're so quick to label somebody as not the guy, right? And fans are impatient. Organizations get impatient. But how can you possibly justify getting rid of or even suggesting you get rid of a guy who led the league in passing? Right, right. So I am. Um, hey, and I know we could we could do the and coming here from Cleveland um, with some of our uh, lack of success this century. Um, uh, the Dolphins and Tobes. I we were talking or listening to you talking the first segment about being twenty four years of a playoff drought and stuff, and some of the ramifications that goes with the quarterback that comes along with those expectations and and that streak, unfortunately, continuing. But I'm all in on Mike McDaniel and that staff. I really love it. And I love what Tua has been able to do. And with him leading the league and throwing, like Leroy, you're, you're mentioning right there, being the AFC Pro Bowl starter, um, that type of conditions – 
um, this past uh, weekend in Kansas City. I know we have to be ready for those type conditions, but I'm not sure any quarterback right now to uh, would be fair to kind of put them up uh, against that, um, given given the conditions the other day. And I just know myself. I started preparing for games like that in in January. And Leroy knows I was annoying about going out in October, November, in the bad weather and getting used to it. And you could see Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey and those guys, you, the benefits of practicing in that miserable, hellish weather day in and day out paid dividends for Kansas City at the detriment of the Dolphins and then slash Tua. And now Tua's getting a lot of these these type questions, but I think the synergy that him and Coach McDaniel have and the uh, level of taking it to the next level of his throwing this past year, I actually love the way he really didn't miss any plays because of injuries last year. The concussion thing that I was one of the guys that was bluntly and privately concerned for his health and wellness to see him kind of get through a year like that and then, unfortunately, in that horrible condition of frozen fields the other day, he did take some hits. And I do love how, you know, he judiciously ran throughout the season um, and comes and with the play calling and running, stayed away from that. But as the season went along, and even in the KC game, you saw Tua using his legs some and then taking a couple of hits. And I'm not saying it's good he took a couple of hits. But he did take a couple hits and didn't end up with the concussion issue and stuff. So um, as punishing as that game was and as challenging as maybe uh, some of the people are on tour right now, I really like the growth he had through the course of the season. And careful what you wish for, okay, because change for change's sake, if you don't get it right, and um, we here in Cleveland have been challenged of trying to get the quarterback situ- situation right. I get most of this century, and I don't say that as a, a shot, as a, somewhat of a, a joke, but it's actually accurate. So I feel the same way with um, um, Tua and Coach McDaniel now um, kind of growing into the next year. Bernie, what if I could add? It's imperative. Like, look at the mess that uh, Dallas and Jerry Jones is having with Dak Prescott's $59 million contract. Um, there is a balance right now. Chris Greer with 29 free agents and an inordinate amount of free agents, unfortunately, for the Dolphins on the offensive line and Wilkins on a defensive line. Okay, but that offensive line free agents, uh, there's a direct correlation to the success of us quarterbacks like Tua and myself. Well, we absolutely, absolutely need our offensive line and guys like Leroy to help help our overall game. I want to kind of about that, Bernie. Like it is such a team game. Leroy always kind of gets on me that I'm too quarterback uh, obsessed. But you guys know the burden of that. Like you're the face of the franchise. You're on the commercials and everything. So, like, what is that like being the face of the organization, knowing that you'll probably get an inordinate amount of blame, but you'll get all the credit. How does a QB like Tua at his age, you know, everyone's going to say, he's not the guy, you're not this, you're not that, knowing that it is such a team game. What's that, I guess, mental uh, tug of war like for, for a QB? 
Tobes, great, great question. It's um, from a oracle, from a, a speech perspective, we're going to say the right things. We're going to say it doesn't bother us. We're going to say that it, does, it isn't a factor. As a young guy, deep down it is. So it's imperative that, yes, you say the right thing, but there is exponentially a massive positive um, influence when your head coach and is all in on you. And I love how Mike McDaniels never wavers when he talks about his love, confidence, belief in Tua, not just as a person, but as a quarterback and player. And although we say we, we don't need that, that type stuff, when your coach really buys into you and your coach really believes in you, that, that creates a, not only a synergistic work environment, but it creates that positiveness in us. And Leroy and me, we joke about how I like to be positive, and I, I really do look at it through my sunglasses of, of positivity. Um, that actually amplifies our confidence. And again, we're trying to all pretend we're cool. We're all trying to pretend we have all the answers and nothing bothers us, especially us quarterbacks when we're playing. But deep down, there is some doubts and there is some anxiety that goes with that. And with those doubts and with that anxiety, when it creeps into your head, it's hard to pull the trigger. And one of the things, too, was exceptional with this year was his ability to just let it rip over the middle of a field in that 12 to 18-yard uh, uh, range where it's over the linebacker's head, but before the safeties decapitate um, Tyreek Hill and the receivers. That's not easy to do. Um, yes, that's easier to do in a South Florida environment. It was miserable to do in a Kansas City snowstorm, but that's the anomaly, the latter. And I think the way he's been able to have that confidence and that belief there's a direct correlation to kind of the love and trust that Coach McDaniels and that staff gives him. Uh, isn't that something? Hmm. Who's been saying that all year? Uh, let, 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 let me <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Now, Bernie says it. Yeah, and well, you're like all in. Something about Bernie. Hey, well, Leroy, but Leroy, <laughs> actually, and again, I want, as an old guy here, sitting here, I want everybody to look at me as super confident, Super awesome quarterback that always had good results and stuff. But Leroy, you came into uh, into the league and came into the Browns, and in a part of my career where I was coming off some really good years. Yeah. Okay, I had a couple good years, and I had some um, good coaches. I had really good coaches my whole career, but different mannerisms and different ways of leading and coaching us, and. Bluntly, I like to say that I was good no matter what. Okay, so as you look behind me, I got the life-size Bernie in the brown. I love it. With a, with a really emotional hat that my grandfather wore for the Hurricanes Nebraska game for the 1983 National Championship. And that confidence and belief that Howard Schnellenberger, that Jimmy Johnson showed me, um, that belief in me absolutely led to me being such a belief and. Um, I don't want to say cocky, but you need a, a level of arrogance and cockiness to believe that you're the man and you're able to go out there. And I'm super proud of to be my college career and the first part of my pro career. But towards the end of my pro career, especially in Cleveland, Leroy is firsthand a witness to some of the things that happen when a quarterback 
doesn't have all of his confidence and doesn't have all his belief from his head coach. And I'm not trying to pick on Coach Belichick or some of the things that happened with me, Leroy, um, early in his career. But I actually was not as good as a quarterback as I needed to be because just – and I wouldn't admit it to Leroy. I could barely admit it in the year 2024. But a little bit of that limited confidence, limited belief in myself has sadly correlated to the field. And the productivity wasn't there like I liked, like I wanted, like I needed. And I see the antithesis – in Miami right now, so I commend the organization. I really commend Mike McDaniels and that staff for that belief and confidence um, that they show to us. And like to Leroy's point, he led the league in passing, so sometimes we use um, the phrase F&E, false enthusiasm, false praise, just kind of getting it to stroke our ego so that we believe in ourselves. I genuinely believe that Coach McDaniel and that staff genuinely believes in Tua, and that comes across in him being confident to let that ball go because he, he throws it early, and he throws the receivers open, and that's not the norm coming out of college, and that's not the norm for even a lot of NFL quarterbacks that Tua already confidently possesses. You and uh, Leroy were both talking last week. One of the things that kind of worried you with the Texans was that they were going to be too uh, ignorant to uh, to know what stage oh, they were on. <laughs> Bernie, that's C.J. Stroud. Oh, my God. Uh, how far do you think this guy could take it? I mean, they got a monster matchup this week against the Ravens, but, like, uh, does this guy blow you away? Like, you think you could, like they could actually pull this thing off? Absolutely. Unfortunately, absolutely yes is the short answer to that. And – even last week, um, again, I'm a, a, a big homer as I'm rooting for the Dolphins, the Browns, the Canes. Um, but the way, um, but the way C.J. Stroud plays as a rookie, he's a, he was amazing. He, he's been had an amazing season, had an amazing game, unfortunately, and he is just gifted and talented. And I actually think, and I love Lamar Jackson, and I hate to say it here in Cleveland, but. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens have more Cle- old-school Cleveland Browns um, people within their organization. So I I have some of a kindred spirit towards a lot of the Baltimore guys because I, I know a lot of them. And Lamar Jackson, who I love, but he's had some playoff demons. And, again, we're just talking about confidence and belief. And we're going to say it doesn't bother us. I know myself, I lost my first playoff game in 1985, and then 1986, I'm playing in another playoff game, and I throw two picks back-to-back to to blow the game. My confidence was poor. If I go on to lose that game, who knows how that confidence and, um, and belief in myself materializes. Lamar's the NFL MVP. Lamar, though, has had some games in the playoffs where if he starts out a little rough, that demon, that seed of uncertainty could pop into his head. And C.J. Stroud and their offensive <laughs> coordinator, Bob Slowick, they're on game right now. I mean, they diced us with that game plan. And then his ability to execute um, execute that game plan was really Picasso-ish. And I'm a massive Browns fan that does not want to give much credit to the Texans. Are you amazed at how young he is? Not only how young he is. 
but just how calm and nonchalant he was making these plays, like no big deal, that's terrifying if you're watching football and you're a fan of the other team. Like, you can't break this kid. Yeah, absolutely. And even after the game, the show is the show the way the show the way he deferred and deflected all the the praise to his guys and to his teammates and to his organization to see in the heat of the moment during the game. And again, I used to pretend I wasn't excited. I used to pretend I was stoic and cool and the leader inside. I was jumping up up and down and fired up when you get a big touchdown like that. And to see C.J. Stroud, just matter of fact, that look cool, look mature out there. The veterans on that team and the young guys on that team, that's absolutely the influence. That's absolutely the leader um, that you want for, uh, for, for your team. Bernie, speaking of uh, leaders, uh, this is Mario Cristobal. I did it again with getting Cam Ward to the U. Like, it seemed like he was going to go to the NFL, then all of a sudden, rabbit out of his hat, he's got his quarterback. Uh, just, just Your impressions of Mario Cristobal being able to continue to pull it out with these these crazy recruiting uh, pitches. Transfer portals changed some things, but like that, that it, it's got to infuse a lot for that program, the excitement that they feel like they got their guy after having some issues with TVD last year. God, do I love you guys. I feel like I was in the production meeting and I asked some of the questions to talk about this. Can, can we, uh, and not being biased with my, my grandfather's uh, University of Miami National Championship hat on behind me, but for Mario Cristobal, and again, I know a lot of people say the transfer portal has confused and ruined the game of football, or college football on the hat. You need to embrace change. And University of Miami and Mario Cristobal, we've embraced change. And to be able to go out there and financially compete with anybody, to be able to get players and stuff, and then to not take no for an answer, and then also to constantly be wanting to improve ourselves. So whether it's the guys around us, but again, I'm, I'm super biased as, as an ex-QB. Uh, the QB is where it starts and finishes a lot of the time. And to get Cam Ward from Washington State, um, 25 touchdown passes last year, seven interceptions. Heck, he ran for eight touchdowns. I don't think I got half that amount in my whole NFL career. So no, he, <laughs> anyway, don't be so quick to agree with that. But, hey, that was the first time you ever yelled at me because I thought I was blocking for you to run. Oh, I know. And that's how you got all those touchdown catches. Yes. Exactly. Hey. And that's a and for Cam Ward who could actually run on top of massive arm talent. Um, I love to see the interjection of of him with the talent around him and his experience right now. So, you know, the way he has that athleticism, the way Mario Cristobal is loading up with the talent around him. Um, I really think from a Kane's perspective that this is something to take us to the next level. Now, one of the things I'm, I'm really fixated on in just about any offense right now, college or pros, and we struggled in this in the Browns game the other day, and I, I, I struggled at the end of my career thinking I, I had to be cool. I had to have five receivers. I had to spread everybody out. I only had to do five-man protection. I'm Mr. Shotgun. I'm Mr. Two-Minute Drill. Um, there's absolutely, I love them. Absolutely need to be able to do that. But 
Jim uh, Harbaugh, the Michigan um, the National Championship. I'm not saying this to stroke Leroy, but congrats yeah. uh, on He's... that. That type system, the running game's imperative in the NFL with the play-action game, in the NFL, and in college. And it's moving more into college, too. So um, I'd like to see a little more inter, um, um, interwovenness or interjection of a little under center, maybe some of the run game type play action stuff, because what I'm what I'm watching with teams with continuity, consistency, and in toughness. And and again, I'm maybe a little biased because I'm on fourth and a half a foot on the half yard line going in. I think it's tough to always be in the shotgun. So some of that stuff maybe we could add. And now you have a veteran quarterback like Cam Ward. Uh, with awesome athleticism. I think the, that combination really plays well together. He's uh, the great Bernie Kozar. Go check out KozarCoffee.com. Leroy's been telling us about it this week. Uh, I've been telling you. Telling yeah. us. I'll get you some. Yeah, give, I'll get you some. I'll get you some swag and stuff, too. All right. Tobes, I heard you talking about uh, Cafe Bustello on the way in. Um, the awesome Miami company that was uh, – uh, good friends, and that's actually started my coffee fixation over a decade plus ago. The Pallone family in Miami, who started that and, and brought that to an awesome level, and the black coffee bean to be able to flush and detox our our liver and brain. And I find it ironic that a great Miami uh, espresso uh, uh, coffee like Bustelo was actually bought by Smuckers. And it's up here in Ohio now in this massive snowstorm. So we actually we actually need some some more coffee right now. <laughs> you gotta keep yourself warm, Bernie. Absolutely. Check it out, Kozarcoffee.com and on social media at Kozarcoffee. You guys have been hearing the Bernie talk about it, Leroy raving about it. Uh, go check it on out. Bernie, it's always a pleasure, man. Thank you so hey, much. Before I go, though, I got to say I'm going to help work with you guys. I love your Super Bowl diet and stuff. But we're going <laughs> to add a little bit of, besides the Kosar coffee, we're going to add some Kosar wellness to you because I want to see my brothers hang out with me another couple decades and slamming down being the bacon testers <laughs> all over the world. <laughs> it's not going to add to your longevity, guys. Totally fair. Totally fair, Bernie. We'll take a break. Back with more after this. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.